0: Welcome to a new episode of Home Visit with Tyler Siski and the Associates. Welcoming, I don't know how I'm going to keep a straight face doing this. I'm going, I'm going to have a tough time. I believe this is a Home Visit exclusive with my man, Matt Luke, former offensive line coach for the Georgia Bulldogs, former head coach of the Ole Miss Rebels. We've been at Tennessee, we've been at Duke, former SEC head coach, and my good buddy, how are we doing today?
1: I'm doing good, man. Just took the boys to school and
0: back at the house i'm going I'm gonna really try to keep a straight face and this could be this could be dangerous that me and you're on a podcast together. Like I've said that with a couple guys, but with me and you, uh, this could be really dangerous. so that's why we got raquel here. So if we say something too bad, she can hit the edit button and uh, keep us out of trouble. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start this thing. You know, uh, I had a funny story, and I, I like to tell sometimes. If we got funny stories, I like to tell them. But um, I wanted to tell everybody how you and I actually first met. And so I was here. High we, here, here we go. <laughs> we're <all, laughs> we're, we're going to start it right here. Have some really
1: glamour shots. I, I yes, <laughs> there's, there's going to be a
0: glamour <laughs> shot involved in this story. So um, I was at St. Paul's coaching high school football, and you were at Tennessee at the time. And so uh, we had we had a couple good players there. But you, you had se-
1: you had several good players.
0: They made, isn't it funny how like when you had really good players, it makes you a really good. I player. think y'all were the high school version of NIL, like before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a legend. That's a legend. Yeah, we had we had. Uh, I've I've told this story over here before. Like I'm like Jimbo. NIL's been around a long time. Uh, yeah, it's yes, it It was NIL.
1: definitely around in 2006. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: You're going to get me fired. I'm going to have – there's going to be a lot of high school coaches going to be pissed now. Thank you. All right. So, we had some good players. Some are still playing, by the way. Um, yeah. And so, uh, you came to recruit down there. And uh, and we would get – you know, back those days you'd come by and you'd drop business cards. And, and we were getting flooded. And you know that. We had just about every school in the country came by. And then we decided – that was when kind of like business cards were blowing up. It wasn't just your name and uh, and your phone number, right? It had all kinds of stuff. And so we decided to have a contest. We were going to have what we call business card of the year. And sure enough, Matt Luke wins business card of the year because y'all took pictures at Tennessee. And so your, your picture was on it, but it wasn't a picture. It was like y'all had like a professional photographer and it was like a glamour shot to where you were kind of like, you know, looking up at an angle, like on like
1: somebody was on a ladder. So
0: you there, there, there was somebody
1: definitely on a ladder, but I, I, I didn't have the hands. Like, I think I was just like, <laughs> look, you didn't have the
0: hands, but I've been messing with you ever since then. That was uh, never, yeah, never, we never let
1: the facts get in the way of a good story. That, right?
0: I mean, what's the point? So that's right. And uh you've already busted yeah. me up on my hat before we started taping i i, I, I mean, like we the hat. didn't even start taping like we didn't even start taping before you already busted me up on my hat. you like my hat uh, yeah er- everybody's got a price everybody <laughs> <does>. hey <everybody>. <laughs> <laughs> hey we have Hey, we we may we may or may not have an announcement coming soon, but the hat you know it, it, it's a really great fitting hat it is you know you like
1: that it, it accentuates I do like my,
0: the hat. my it accentuates my Mickey Mouse ears.
1: Yeah. Well, show, show the, but show the matching. Like you got to coordinate, show the matching. Oh, I got to show coordinate. Yeah. I got I got yeah, th- the yep. monster earphones. That's yes. Right. Yeah. By the way, sugar-free
0: monster is where it's at. So you would, you like it. So that's probably what you got in your styrofoam cup right there. I imagine. Uh, it's just coffee. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Hey, you know, so you won business card of the year. So that was, that was fun. And we, and we got to, we had a friendship to really develop from there. And then, um, and then just by the way this business works, we got back together. Uh, when Hugh gets the job at uh, Ole Miss, I came with him from Arkansas State. Uh, you came for him for Duke, and, and then it was on after that. I met my tag team partner and, and uh, partner in crime, and we went on. I shouldn't say partner in crime. My partner, <laughs> yeah, we're still going to do that. Right. We'll stay away from that. Um, and then we went on from there. So, hey, I want to talk uh, transition a little bit. Do you, do you pay attention at all to the NFL
1: Combine? I I do. I've watched not not as much this year, but uh, I'm, I'm aware. I know I know Jordan Davis ran a really fast forty time. I know that. Yeah, that's not fair. Yeah, like it's really not fair. We'll try blocking him every day. Team run. Does
0: <laughs> <laughs> does does Kirby even let him play in team run?
1: Yeah. No. He, he's uh, that 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 was the unique part about the, these guys that they were they were good kids. They all came back with a purpose. They. Practiced hard that, that, that was just a it was a, it was a unique team you know they obviously a bunch of good players they're all in the combine and but but just they' were, they're were good kids though I enjoy yeah. being around them. what I get I
0: get and like we already knew he was a good player, you know and <laughs> where I get a little bit I don't know bent sideways like, let's talk about my man Kenny Pickett all right so everybody wants this whole week you know they talk about you know Kenny Pickett you know he's got eight and a half inch hands he's got small hands. Hey, by the way, you know what it means when a player's got small hands, right? What was it, mean? I don't, I don't know if I want to hear this. <laughs> he's got he wears small gloves. Gotcha. That's what, that's what it means. <laughs> but but anyway, so <laughs> he was trying to figure out how I was going with that one. Yeah. Uh, but like, my point is this: is the guy has played? I don't know how many football games he's played, and now we're going to start docking him in the draft because all the like. And he can't help it. I mean, what's he going to do, go go apply for hand extensions? I mean, the the guy can spin the piss out of it, and he's a hell of a quarterback. So what does that have to do? I just get, I don't know, I get we start fitting square pegs and around holes, and and we've seen it with players that, you know, we've recruited or coached over the years about how guys get deemed for things or, or just the other way, elevated, and it has nothing to do with the game. I just yeah. think it's a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, your- yeah, turn
1: turn the tape on. You know, watch, watch the tape. You, you can play or you can't. And I I think I think sometimes when there's two guys that are really really close, you may have some deciding factors, but it's it's not the not the end all be all. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I just think we overanalyze it a ton. I think, and then we try to make players that aren't great players. We try to make them great players because they go run some forty time or they. They jump really high in a broad jump, and I've never seen these. I've never seen a 40, anybody line up and run a 40, you know, in the middle of a football game. Now, is right. speed important? Sure. But uh, I have not told this story on here. I know I've told me and you have talked about this before privately, but, like, uh, I'll say who it was. When I was at Alabama, we had uh, Kevin Norwood. I'll say, okay, so Kevin was – he was a legit four five four six 4'6 guy, receiver, big, good player and all that stuff. Well, he goes – and these players are, are athletic enough and have enough twitch, and the fans need to know this, is that they can train their 40 down by start yeah. and things like that. Well, he goes and pops a 40 time at the combine that was probably a lot faster than he normally really, – his play speed is. Right. And he and they put a lot more value on him, and, and it ended up hurting him, you know, once he got to the, the league because he wasn't a team's guy. And it's just yeah. – I don't know. All this overanalyzing when it comes to – it just drives me bananas. Yeah. So – all right, let's let's move on. You know, one thing I did want to talk to you about before we get into the fun stuff is, uh, you know, when you, how was it? You know, you have been on a lot of really good teams um, for a long time and been, and been dancing around it for a long time. How awesome was it to finally get to the mountaintop and finally get that that dub uh, when it counted yeah. in the last game of the year? Uh, it it was,
1: I don't know, it was pretty special, man. It, I think I think who it was against. And how it Edinburgh. happened I mean it was just we you know again, again we lost to him the SEC championship and we talked about all of December about hey let's let, let's 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 condition more let's do more let, let's let's go win the fourth quarter but you know let, let's make sure when we get to the national championship let's go win the fourth quarter and I think we came out against Michigan I think we had a little chip on our shoulder everybody mm. talks about the rat poison and you know you're the number one team in the country pretty much the whole year everybody's talking about how good you are. And I think you saw that in the SEC championship. We, we didn't play with an edge. They, and I think the Michigan game, we came out with something to prove. Especially we played really well in the first half. Got you out. Of it. it. You <laughs> <told me. laughs> but but in the in the fourth quarter of the national championship, that, that I think that's what you're proud of. When you really push, when you really push something like, hey, let's go win the fourth quarter. Then you actually do it against yeah. against Alabama in the in the national championship and to go win the fourth quarter. To me. On the sideline as an offensive line coach, that was really, that was special, and uh, just to have, you know your your whole family's there. You know, mom, dad, sister, brother, kids are on the field, and uh, just be able to hold that uh, that trophy after the game. And you've been doing this pretty much your whole life, and to have that uh, was a pretty pretty cool feeling.
0: Yeah, you brought some up, and, and we actually talked about it on here. You know, when we were that part of the you know season or whatever. But how much was I'm curious? How much was like? Do you think from a coaching standpoint? talking about the SEC Championship game, with your players knowing that no matter what happened, you were in anyway. And now, you, on the flip side, Alabama's playing for their life. They win, yep. they're in, they're, they don't, they're out. How much do you think that contributed to that SEC Championship game?
1: You know, I, I think I think so. I'm, I just think uh, us not playing with that edge. You know, I, I think I think anytime your you're, you're two really, really good teams are playing, um, you know that they had that edge; they were fighting for their life, and and we came out we came out flat, didn't play well. Uh, so, I think uh, you know, coming back in that, you know, in that in the in the beat, the championship playoffs, it was just we had that edge; we had something to prove, and you know, had a lot of guys that came back for their senior year, and they were like, we didn't come back for nothing, you know. Yeah. So, I, I do I do think that contributed some, but and we, we did a little bit more. Rose kind of a wake up call, to be honest with you, yeah. and uh, so. But but again, I thought we played well against Michigan and the to, to win the way we did in the fourth quarter, you know, running the football, stopping the run, you know, old school uh, football. That's kind of how Kirby has built his program, and uh, to be able to win it that way, I know I know that was a special moment for him, you know, walking across that field and for and for everybody, all the Georgia fans been since, you know, what forty years. Uh, it, was, been a it, it was it was it was a special feeling for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were we were uh, like Knox's age when the last time that happened, so it was, it, it had been a while. I used to send yeah. you. and I, I'll tell the fans this. That it's, I can tell since you're on here. I'll, I'll I'll tell it. I used to send you text messages every every Saturday night of uh, when you, I love when like the you were it was pound <laughs> it was ground and pound time, and then your yeah. o linemen were chasing the ball down the field and somebody then cleaning up the piles. Like yeah. y'all had to lead the nation. Like if I was the D line coach at the other team, I'd be like, hey, look this is not going the way we want to keep your head on a swivel around the piles in the fourth quarter. I mean, they, they were just, y'all would clean the piles up. And so I loved it. And so I would, I would, I would take a, uh, I would take a uh, screenshot or something and send it to you. And uh, that was always, that was always my favorite part of the week. So. Yeah. Those guys know. took
1: pride in it, man. They love, they, they, especially in the fourth quarter, we're running the ball. We would call the same play a couple of times in a row. They'd be, that, we caught they call it covering down. They love to cover down, so that was kind of their their calling card. They enjoyed that. All right, so here's a key question: How many how many rounds of golf
0: have you played in the last two weeks?
1: <laughs> By four,
0: I call bullshit on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the rounds. Okay, like so that, so uh, you've texted me. You've so you've texted me every time that you have played golf in the last two weeks. I think just four. I think I texted you four times. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> There's no way, there's no way. Four rounds. Well, the course is closed on Monday. Well, maybe five, maybe five. Okay, all right. Maybe, all right. maybe five. So what are we?
1: What's have we played since I talked to you on Thursday? Thursday, I took uh, Cooper to play nine holes on Saturday. Okay, so you got out on the weekend. I did, I did. Congratulations well, on that. Yep, so I'm a, I'm a weekday player, weekend baseball. Yeah, yeah. So you you, know, you got you got that window of time where you know, actually, she probably won't be in the house. So you got the window of time for when you drop the kids off until they get out of school. So you got you got, yes, you, got you, you have that you have that window.
0: All right, who's the best golfer that you play with as a coach? Like the, as a coach, who's the best golfer as a coach that you've played with? You gotta be careful in this; you may hurt somebody's feelings. You ain't gonna hurt uh, mine because I know it's not me.
1: I'm about, I'm about to go with Dan Warner. Ooh. I'm going to go with Dan. I gotta oh, go with Dan. Dan I saw him shoot maybe the best round of all time at the Miller Country Club in uh or I don't know if I know no, it's just Miller golf course. I don't think it's even a country club. I think in and, and Murray, Kentucky. I, I saw him maybe shoot the best round of all time. Uh and he shot a pretty good round at uh, Fallen Oak down in uh, on the coast. Uh but he, he's he, he he can swing it.
0: He can he can swing it. You know you're probably gonna get some hate mail from Lynchburg, Virginia after that
1: comment. You Know uh, that right? Wow, well, well, you gotta call, it, you gotta call it like you see it. But <laughs> co- consistency, you gotta be consistent. You gotta, you gotta be consistent. Okay.
0: Hey, gotta be consistent. Is there is there a is there especially a harder... with Dan, especially with Dan moving up tees? It's gonna make him hard to beat. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's bullshit. He can't. That's like Tom too. I told Tom, there, yeah. there's none of this, none of that. There's none of this, like. Tom, have, Tom have a little he, pride about yourself yeah I mean Tom can hit it further than anybody from the back tees why are we why is he trying to play the front tees no 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 Tom's got to play from the tips that's right we, anytime that if Tom ever decides he's like it's time for me to move up we're I don't know he can't do that because he's uh, he needs to go on tour is Tom better than Dan Warner yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes he yeah. is Tom, hey, 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 Tom! Can uh, Tom? I tell people all the time. I've never. I'm going to tell the most amazing feat I've ever seen. Tom. Well, do. let
1: me let me let me let me let me qualify that. It depends on what course.
0: Okay, that's fair. You get
1: you get on a tight course. You know, maybe Dan may have a little bit of an edge. Well, Tom's, tell got little more, Tom's got a bit more. tom a bit more firepower.
0: Yes, Tom can. Tom can bang it out there, and then. Well, I don't remember when it was. You remember how we, we would, you know, as coaches, you don't play golf from like, you put them up in August and you don't play again until the next year. You don't get any fault, you know, so you go for, what, six, seven months without playing, and then you play a bunch. Well, Tom would go out there the first round, and, he like, he's never, he's never missed a beat. He hadn't played golf in seven months. He'll go out there and beat everybody by 15 strokes on the first, because he just goes low, and it's just, it's nuts. Yeah. So, he's too good. All right, so. You am gonna tell a little another little funny story you told me. I thought it was it was it was funny, but not so funny at the time. It's funny now. But how, how pumped up were you the first time you ever got got to go play Augusta? And you were you were texting me about every 15 minutes when you were on your way. You were giving me update, and then you got rained out. How awesome was that?
1: Yeah, I was pretty uh, I was pretty disappointing. I was because uh, <laughs> I was I was fired up. I was I was excited. We get there, it's cold, and then it's raining. They're like, man, we can't do it. I did get a really good tour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got I got to go behind the scenes, see some stuff. So that was pretty cool. But I did the very next year. He said we were going to do it. and We did it. So, so you got to go was, back cool. a year later. Yeah. What did you shoot? I don't. It was some. I don't even remember. Something like it's, in the mid eighty. It was like eighty six. Eighty six ish. I hit a great exactly eighty six. So here, here, so I hit. I hit a great drive on number two, and then I hit right. a hosel rocket into Dustin Johnson, who was coming up three. So that wasn't. That wasn't very good. So did you did you even go get your ball, or did you just let? I walked over there. I just kind of gave him the, the head down wave. You know. <laughs> you yeah, I was. That, like was pretty, there. that was pretty. That was pretty embarrassing. So. Yeah, that was good. What was
0: what uh, was that more embarrassing, or when you at the uh, at the Regent's thing when you hit the ball in the? Uh, – didn't you hit a ball in the trash can one time at one at one of those celebrity I deals. I don't remember it that way. I don't. <laughs> You know, just don't recall that
1: one. I don't, I don't recall that, but I think it like was somewhere near it. it might have ricocheted off of
0: one, but I don't know if. <laughs> All right, not counting Augusta, not counting Augusta, what was the best golf course you've ever played?
1: I got to go with Pebble. Pebble, you're yeah, the second gotta, coach that said that, by the way. Yeah, I got to go with Pebble. Just, and I got engaged immediately. Following that round, so that was a good that was a good day all the way around. You don't remember what you shot that day, though, did you? <laughs> I don't. That was a long time ago. That was a long, long time ago. If you if you after you
0: got engaged, if you knew exactly what you shot, Ashley may throw something at you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That, I don't remember. That wasn't the, the, the best part. Was getting engaged. So there, you there you yeah. go.
0: There you go. Yep. There you go. Getting you some. Getting you some. Uh, getting you some brownie points there. All right. So anyone who's ever lived, okay, you can pick anybody. All right, this is what I i don't know if we've even talked about this. Who's the foursome? What foursome are you going with at Augusta? You can pick any four people that have ever lived. Who you going with? You're dreaming you foursome. You got to go with Tiger and Jack. Like that has to happen. So well, I told yeah. I did tell Raquel that when I sent you this question, if if you did not start with Tiger, me and you were going to have issues because you and I have the biggest uh, Tiger issue of all time. Yeah. So
1: yeah. So you got to go Tiger and Jack, and then. It'd be between my brother and my dad, and I just like my dad would tear up all the tea boxes. with how he kind of grinds <laughs> <cry, laughs> his feet. So I, I'd probably go with Tom. i would probably go with Tom. i would probably go with me, me, uh, Tom, and we'll go with Tiger and Jack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. You would? would you, who would? Who would you? Would you let uh, Jack and Tom play together? Because I know who you pick. If who's your partner though? Yeah, it'd be who's us your,
1: two versus them two for sure. Yeah, you
0: got to take Tiger, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. As long right. as you said that we're okay. All right, so we'll transition a little bit. We'll let people in. So you and I we watched a ton of film together. Okay. A ton. Probably more than we probably was probably healthy. All right, but we like to jam. Nineties country was our jam. Okay. Um, until Clay came in there with us and he'd like to try to sneak in some big Sean. But uh <laughs> but who's your who's your favorite nineties country singer? Who you who are you going with? I don't
1: that's tough. Go only pick one. I George Strait kind of spans through the eighties and nineties. I'm gonna go with George Strait. All right, George Strait. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with George Strait. Oh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like Eric Church, Al Dean, now. Kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you're, but, you're 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 I mean, you're going hybrid on me. Yeah, I am. But but uh, George Strait, I'll go with that.
0: Oh, but I need to use this also this moment to apologize. I got my teeth kicked. I mean, I got trolled so hard last week because we, we, I was talking with Sean Elliott was on last week, and we were talking about songs that get us juiced up. And so I made the comment that – because Sabotage is one of my favorite songs I listen to, and I guess my CTE is kicking in. I don't know what it is, but um, I said Sabotage by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and in, and I don't, I don't even know why I said that. Sabotage is by the Beastie Boys. So I need to make sure I correct that because I had all these – uh, Twitter trolls that like to shoot me messages. So, congratulations, guys. I'm sorry I messed up. I'm just getting old, and you know I'm going bald and great and stuff. So, yeah, yeah sabotages by the Beastie Boys. Just That's why I wasn't is. sure about
1: George Strait, 80s, 90s. Like, you know, okay. he, he he kind of
0: spanned through both. So, i will go with that. He did. He he spanned through both, and he, he counts. You can say he was he was killing it. I mean, when when uh when what's the what's the movie he did I like so much? It's called. Uh, it's always on CMT. Movie. The George Strait movie, when he's like the uh, – Rusty he's his character. He's the, he's the concert singer. Yeah. be Pure country. Pure, Pure country. country. That's right. That's right. He had a he song. There. He had, he had a back, song. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what, I love that movie. So, that was in the 90s. We're good. All right, SEC Stadiums as an opposing coach, okay, SEC Stadiums as an opposing coach, what's your favorite one to go into that you're like, yeah, let's go, that gives you a little bit more juice?
1: I probably LSU at night. It's pretty good. It's pretty good spot. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's just there's nothing nothing like when you. It's a rivalry. They don't, you know, they don't like you. You don't like them, and you're going in there. It was uh, was a good spot.
0: Yeah, I like when you go in and you get like flicked off by the 90 year old grandmother every time. (laughs) I mean, they it it's 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 fans. It goes 90 year old to
1: young, old to young, like. Both ends, yeah, especially. you got
0: like a five year old flicking you off to a ninety year old nobody in between yeah. six and ninety flicks you off. It's always the young kids and the and the <laughs> right. old and the old ladies, but that's probably the only I'm with you on that one. I'm gonna have to go there too. I think that's my favorite one. that's the only place that I would film you know going into yeah. that's you know on the bus or something yeah. that's the
1: only place I would do it with i think and there there's several good one. ones, but that one's probably just a little different at night because it's different right. at night than the daytime that's for sure so yeah,
0: ain't no doubt. Alright, so I'm gonna ask you this. We'll we'll go ahead and rip the band-aid off because I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever asked you this question. Okay, so okay. we're going I have no idea what the answer is gonna be on this one. I have no idea what I,
1: this question is gonna be.
0: Because I've never been I don't remember I got I got hammered by enough people I never asked you this, but were you how pissed off were you at me when the binocular gate thing happened when I was at Alabama
1: when you were at old miss? <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I was pissed. I was more pissed. Than I was trying to block those defensive lines. I don't think <laughs> I don't think those I don't think the binoculars had anything to do with the first round draft picks we were trying to block. Uh, I guess when they were like, "Hey, I didn't do it," and then you were like, they had a picture of you like up against the glass with the binoculars on, <laughs> and you're like, "Hey, I, I I wasn't doing it." I was like, "Well, yeah, you were." <laughs> uh, but I don't shoot him. It, it uh, I, I thought it was pretty funny. Ashley brought you binoculars when you came back. I thought that was pretty
0: yeah. good. Yeah, I was going to follow up with that one. I think the the funniest thing that ever happened and is my first day back. Okay, so I come back, um, and Ashley comes in, and she gives me a present, like a welcoming gift. And, she, and Ashley, your wife, brought me a pair of binoculars. I thought that was the greatest thing. I've never laughed so hard in my life. And it was just it was a great, great icebreaker. And then um, I had to go. I don't. It was like that weekend. I think I had to go speak to a bunch of boosters. I don't know. Yeah,
1: you came in with the binoculars. Right? Okay, I, I that put was them good. on. Thought, that, was good, and,
0: that was a good. addition right there. Yeah, it was a good addition. So I wore the binoculars yeah, when I went to
1: go speak to the boosters. So. Uh, that well, was good so, stuff, so let, but, let me. So let me. Let me. Let me put you on the spot here. Like, let's go. I'm out. So, a, I'm so like, what? So what? So what did? So what? How did? How did it go? Like, how much were you able to get? Was like run pass, or was it like the formation, the play, the everything?
0: Yeah, so here's the thing. I mean, being dead serious, and people don't ever want to because we don't like the the truth is not as sexy as the lore, right? <clears throat> so, I really was not stealing signals. Okay, what I was doing is I was doing personnel. That's what I did from the jump. Okay, so I was always doing. Personnel. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> See, you don't even believe me. That's I, I why I can't even. I can't even do it. All right, look the. I didn't have a headset on. So, out of all the people, y'all had in Alabama that had you do personnel? I really did. I swear I did all right. personnel. All right. Okay. I swear. Okay. Now, okay. the I, guy there may, I may believe, not have been a I guy. Believe, I believe you. There, there <laughs> may not have <laughs> been a guy to the right of me that had a headset on. Right. I got okay. You. I'm with you. All right. And I coached in the offense, okay? Hell, I called plays in the offense the bowl games. I, I get it. I didn't need to look at a signal to tell me when number three got on the ball. In three by right. one that it was gonna be a pass. Okay. Yeah. I did not need that. I didn't need to steal a signal to know that. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. It does. Because you couldn't relay all kidding aside. I've tried to steal I mean, you know I've still signals before. But here's where I got I got a little upset about it. Okay, and this is I'll I'll just leave it this. This is where I got upset about it. Is, you know, it was like I used to get accused of, well, he's a hit's it. Like I, I wanted to come out publicly and say, "Hey, can y'all, can y'all go and rewind tapes from last year and see who that little short dude is with the headsets on stealing signals for Ole Miss? Y'all wanna, y'all wanna, <laughs> y'all wanna go back and look at that tape? You know what I mean? Like I want to, but like right. it was like, like I had done done something crazy. And then there's other ways. If if I was stealing signals, all right, I, there's no way to in, in tempo offenses. There's no way to really communicate that. Now the one that occurred on the on the video. I was actually in an argument with Dean, who's an analyst. And he was like, "Oh, they're going to run it." I said, "No, three's on the ball. It's going to be a pass. It's going to be a pass. It's not going to be a run." Three was on the ball. They had gone to ten red. You remember that? And they put took tight end out. Put the, put number three on the ball, and it was going to be a pass. So number three was going to run the penetrating route. So that's what happened with that. But yeah, yeah, that was uh, lots of fun. That was uh, lots of fun. So I got I got my eyes drilled out on that one. So. Right. I still get I still get messages every once in a while. So people still they, they like it or they don't. I mean, what do you want to do? I mean, it's like freaking ten years ago now.
1: What was like, Freeze's no,
0: conversation? Did Freeze call you that week? Yeah, Freeze. Uh, Freeze. He was very. He was very upset at first. Okay, he's gotten better as time time goes on. A lot, a lot of stuff has happened since then. Okay, right. so a lot of things have happened. He he was he was up upset at first, but once we had a talk about it. And we, and, you know, I think he was, he understood it. And then, you know, we're, I don't want to get into all that, but I've took it, I've, I've fallen a bunch of swords for this one where I could have gone publicly and said some things, but I didn't. Right. So I, I'll just leave it at that one. But yeah, okay. we didn't, it wasn't, it was a lot way overblown than what it, what it should have been. Right. Um, and, you know, I think he was more because he knows what I did for him the year before. OK, so I think he was he was a little bit uh, probably um, thinking I was doing a little bit more than I was doing. But on when you're doing it on offense, OK, when you're looking at defensive signals is more valuable to me than the other way around, because no nobody huddle. Like if you're now if you're a huddle team, OK, now you got time to get stuff, yeah. you know, communicated and all that stuff. But when you're going no huddle, there's no way to communicate what you're trying to do. Uh, even if it's run pass. And now with the world of RPOs now, and you know, uh, world of RPOs now, you're wasting your time yelling run pass. So right. it's like Texas a and M. I I can tell you every single time what they were doing, and, and it didn't matter, um, yeah. you know, because the tackles are setting because everybody's running RPOs now. So, but, yeah, you got anything else? You got any other good questions? You, no. You been waking no, up to just, save me? No, you me
1: up? Nope. I was just checking. <laughs> Just checking. You were you were right, like you were right up on the glass with binoculars, though. I was on the like, glass. Like you were like
0: the second the row.
1: I thought like the picture I saw. I thought of... like
0: the binoculars were like were touching the glass. You know what was messed up about that though? In the days of if NIL was, maybe I could have got a Bushnell deal out of that. You know, like Bushnell yep. binoculars, very clear from a hundred yards away. Yeah. You know, or something, you know, I could have got a deal out of that, but I was not pushed up against the glass. I was like on second row. Okay. All right. But, but all kidding aside, like, yeah, uh, he, he, was, he was probably the maddest of anybody. Like, yeah. everybody else was like, yeah. But, I mean, I think, again, I think he was just upset about, he probably knew what I did for him the year before. So, yeah. You know, whatever. Um, let's go, <laughs> let's get out of that before I get fired. All right, hey, here, here's a question for you. Tom Luke always gets mistaken for Matt Luke. Did you know this? I knew it some, but, like, not always. All right. Do you ever get mistaken for, for Tom?
1: Uh, I'll tell you, my uh, senior year, I won this award. I was on the front page of the Sun Herald. Uh, <laughs> the Sun Herald is the, is the Gulfport newspaper. on the bottom they had uh Gulfport Admiral Tom Luke with my picture. So they had they had that so I was really proud of my war, but it it was uh it was Tom's name they put underneath it. So so yeah So not since Gulfport? Uh not since Gulfport. But there there were times when I would I go somewhere and they're like Yeah, they would they would some people would, would say it he's getting uh he's getting a little heavier, I'm getting a little grayer, so there's a lot more (laughs) <laughs> a lot more similarities. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, he does. Like I would be, you know, even when we especially when you became a head coach, I'd be with him somewhere going doing something and people would yeah. start 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 looking. So, yeah. yeah, he gets I think he gets it a lot more than you do. All right. So, pick you get to pick one right here, okay? Pick one. Do you want to be the starting center in the Super Bowl? Hit a home run in the World Series? Or make a hole in one at Augusta?
1: Just because I'm terrible at golf, I will say that
0: You're not I hit a
1: hole hit a hole in one at Augusta. Okay, that would be that would be pretty cool. Anyone in particular?
0: Sixteen. I was about yeah. to say, is it going to be sixteen or twelve? No, sixteen. All right, sixteen for sure. All right, you want you want it down? The, you want it down on Sunday? Pin placement, and bring down the hill.
1: That's right. Throw it up there, kind of –
0: like wouldn't you almost feel cheated? I mean, I guess you wouldn't, but I'd feel almost like yeah. If It was like it was on that Saturday pin placement it was in the top right, and you made a hole of one. Like you kind of wish it was down there. And that you always want to get that bottom left, you know, right? I, down the
1: hole. I would still be worried about the people like right up on the tee box. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> those people are those people are in danger. Yeah, uh, that
0: blows my mind. Like it really blows my mind. If, if especially on eighteen, to, on 18, 18 uh, like they're lined up, it's. It'd yeah. be tough. I mean, like, I don't – I mean, it's a miracle that people haven't been, like, just really hit, you know. And yeah. uh, I think I told this story back in the summer. We went – Aaron and I went to the Memorial Golf Tournament. I think I told you this. And um, I can't remember the guy's name. He's not on tour this year, but he's a guy that had won – has won about, I don't know, a handful of tournaments, older guy. He's, he's playing in, you know, he's like three or four groups from the back in the Memorial – um, on Saturday, well, he hits a drive on a par five and hits Aaron. Okay. Hits Aaron in the back. All right. He doesn't, when he comes up, he doesn't even say like, sorry for hitting you, anything else. Are you okay? He just starts, uh, bitching about his crappy lie. So I was like, (laughs) like, you know, you know, whatever. I mean, he just, I guess they hit people all the time. We don't know it, but, or people like him hit people all the time. But yeah, that, that happened. (laughs) I'd be out there. You know, Aaron's like, does he, what's he gonna do? She was all upset. I was like, don't touch the ball, don't, just don't touch it. I said, Are you okay? Then I asked her if she was okay. Then she got mad at me for telling her not to touch the ball before I asked her if she was okay. But well, that was that was bad on your part. Oh. Yeah, that's bad. It's my fault that he hit her with a golf ball because we were standing there. So, you know how that goes. Um, how about this? How about I didn't, I didn't, text, I didn't text you. How about my man Knox had like the, uh, speaking of, he had like, he was living his best life. So, uh, I had baseball this weekend, so I had the big boys here, and she had a uh, gymnastics reunion thing at uh, at Auburn, and so she took Knox with her. So she starts sending me pictures, okay? And my wife's really bad. Like, she doesn't know anybody, okay? So she sends me a picture, and she's like, oh, he met – you know, these guys wanted to, – he took a picture with these guys. Well, it was Jabari Smith, who's about to be the first pick in the NBA draft. And I was like, hey, right. you may want to save that picture. Right. It's – uh, it may be – you know, he may want to have that. And she's like, why? I was like, well, that guy right there in that picture, he's going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft this year. Yeah. She goes, Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And yeah. then he goes and he meets, uh, gets a picture with SUNY Lee and all that. And so he was living his, and my man, Steve Ruzik, who's now running uh, yep. our, our guy. You remember Steve? Shout out to Steve. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's running recruiting there at Auburn and, and uh, he did, he took care of them and took them on a tour and all that stuff and showed them everything. So, uh, it was awesome. He had a, he had a blast of a weekend, but um, she was telling me, Aaron, I won't say who it was, but Aaron was telling me that it was amazing. The one thing she noticed was like Jabari Smith, who was going to be the number one pick how awesome he was. He stayed there and signed every kid's autograph, every, you know, took all the pictures and all that stuff. And then on, that was on, that was on Friday. And then after the meet, you know, Suni Lee, who's probably, arguably the most famous gymnast and, you know, just won the gold medal. Um, and then, you know, obviously Simone Biles is probably, you know, obviously more famous, but she's the caller of the second most famous gymnast in the, in the world. And she sat there, Aaron said, she sat there for like an hour and 30 minutes after the meet and signed every autograph, took every picture with every little girl. And those people kind of get it. And then what she, Aaron was upset about is there was another somebody else that was there that was very good and took two minutes, took one picture, and said they got something. They, they're busy, and they left. And then uh, saw that same person, that same person, the next morning, uh, getting coffee at the Dunkin' Donuts, and asked for a picture, and said, "No, we don't have time," and left. So some people get it, and some people don't. I just thought that yeah. was kind of uh, kind of unique. That's right. Kind of unique, but um, all right. Manning's versus the Luke's. Who's winning in a decathlon?
1: The <laughs> Mannings, for sure.
0: I don't know, man. I got Uncle Tom in the races. We'll put you in the shot putting a javelin. I oh, I,
1: you gotta go! You gotta go with the Mannings.
0: You just being humble.
1: No, you gotta go with the Mannings. You got. I got. You don't you got think lot, you can like, outrun Peyton? They got a lot of good genes in that family. Okay. Hey,
0: here. Where's Arch going? No idea. <laughs> I'm just
1: messing up. I'm just
0: messing <laughs> no idea. Yeah, you go. You go. You go. Uh, yeah. You go, I'm, go, you I'm like, go the, black, the, I'm the, like I'm the
1: black black Jack Dealer right there. You, I don't know. <laughs> I'm out. You black yeah. Jack dealing? Yeah. No. No idea. But great, great, great family. Special family, man. All the way around. First class. How many times you been to
0: Newman in the last couple of years?
1: I think I, I think all I'm allowed to say is I was yeah. recruiting him at one point. <laughs> I'm going to stay as far it's, away from I'm any the of mess. those questions. Yeah, that's right. I'm staying as far away from that as
0: possible. Hey, I tell him. I was like, look, here, there's two people. There, there's like two people you don't mess with right now, okay? You don't mess with the IRS. You don't mess with the NCAA. Bring on Putin. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on Putin. <laughs> what you got? Don't mess with the IRS. Don't mess with the NCAA. Oh, I snuck that one in on you. <laughs> all right, all right. What weighs what weighs more weight? Just out of curiosity, does the national championship trophy weigh more, or does the egg bowl weigh more?
1: I think the national championship trophy weighs a little bit more. I do. I don't. Uh, okay. I was just. I was just. Yeah, I, I think so. I I, I, that's, they're they're pretty similar though. But I think the national championship weighs
0: a little bit more. Why does like weird trophies weigh like an obscene amount of weight? Have you ever noticed <laughs> that?
1: Do you <laughs> <laughs> I have. I do, do see I do see guys struggling at the Heisman ceremony. They're like I don't think they're prepared for that moment when they they lift it up. So
0: Yeah, it's like I didn't know I was gonna have to stretch. It's like yeah. um do you remember uh you remember the heaviest one that like legitly I, I thought I injured myself? Uh, was the uh, – because it ended up in my office. I don't know how. But uh, when we were here the very first year, we won the BBVA Compass Bowl in Birmingham. And I guess yeah. it was because it was Iron City. I don't know. That thing had to weigh like 100 pounds.
1: Was it sponsored by Milo? It was like
0: this big. Was it – was that – Oh, okay. Okay, we're going to go there. We're all screwed. We're going there. All right. Sponsored so by Milo. We're going to settle this once and for all. This is a battle right. that you and I have, Okay. Are You going to tell the Milo story? I'll let you tell it, and then I'll, I'll no, tell just, the truth when you get I there.
1: I just know that after after practice, like we drove around the city of Birmingham for probably an hour and a half looking for a Milo's. And it was not an hour and a we half. Went to like, we went to like seven that were closed, and we finally got to one that was open. I can't
0: help it if but, they were not open. They were there. What, what day? Did we go on a Sunday or something? I, I don't why I I were they don't, I, don't, I, don't I, I, I didn't understand it, I, but um, we, we did finally get to Milo's, didn't we end up at one in like the basement of a bank
1: somewhere in downtown Birmingham or something? We did, we did. That's where that's where we finally went. And we had to wait in line when we got there.
0: There you go. Let's see. That's the most important part of the story. All right. So for the fans that don't know, I was, I was so excited that we were going back. I'm from Alabama. I was so excited that we were going back to. I wasn't really excited we were going to Birmingham. I was just excited we were in a bowl game. Okay, but we're going back to Birmingham. That's close to my
1: hometown. so They do realize I, that Aaron Donald was playing for Pitt. Y'all kept down all that the Pitt's not good. I was like, well, they got a pretty good D lineman. His name's Aaron Donald. Um, so, we're going to try to block this guy. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll just go tempo. Well, you didn't struggle.
0: <laughs> and we did. and Because they didn't change defensive linemen. We told That's that right. somebody. Yeah. I mean, you you didn't mind it. We ran right up. That was the only run of the year we had uh, plus uh, – an explosive run up the middle. We ran it right through <laughs> I mean, that was the best run. We ran for like 9,000 yards. We ran the same play in that game like 15 straight times. Yeah, we did. We ran We ran Indy one like 46 straight times. It's like he just kept calling it, so and it kept working. Yeah. But, so on this bowl trip, I was excited, and I was like, have y'all ever had milos? Because we were practicing at Birmingham Southern, okay? And there just happened to be, this is the truth, there was a milos within like a mile and a half. There used to be up 78. Okay, the old '78, and so I was like, after practice, let's go to Milo's because we had our, we drove separate from the team, and you were like, yeah, let's go. And so all of a sudden, we all load up. No, this wasn't things.
1: just me and you. This was a lot. This was a lot of people. This it was, was me and
0: Derek. I know who else was with. us? Mo
1: was. with I us? I don't know. I don't know. There was like
0: Freeze. Maybe it was. Really. It was
1: two cars. It was two cars full of people following you around Birmingham, trying to find a Milo's.
0: Well, it was closed. Okay, they may they may or may not have some issues, but I'm a big Milo's guy, <laughs> and it's my favorite place to eat when I go back home. And so we drove, and it wasn't close. We just we just went to the next one. We didn't drive all the way around Birmingham. but just the next one was a little ways away. So we just made two stops, right?
1: Uh, it, it felt like it was more. Maybe it was two. It all felt right. like. Did 12. you enjoy the hamburger? Yeah, it was fine. I, I don't know about the, like all the gravy and stuff they put on. Like, I'm more of just.
0: It's a secret sauce, man. Yeah. You don't like
1: Milo's burgers? They were they were all right. Well, I mean, Do like. You like- it, it was going to be hard to live after after you talked about it for the whole time we were driving around. It was going to, you know, hard to live up.
0: It was damn good though. I mean, it really was. All right, and then, and so anyway, long story short is that was the great. And then we to talking about the Aaron Donald deal. All right, so that brought up another that brought up another good conversation here. So Matt, my man Matt, if you try to talk to Matt between Sunday and Tuesday. I mean, we could be playing – I bet you probably had this problem at Georgia too, I imagine. But we could be playing the worst team in America. The worst team in America. We know we're about to score a 100 on them. And you'd be like, I don't know how we're going to block these guys. I don't know how we're going to block these guys. But then by – so I had to go in there and, hey, all right, let's go. And then by like Tuesday you start getting a little, okay, okay, okay. You get start getting your swag back. And then by Saturday you're ready to go. Did yeah. you still
1: do that at Georgia? Yeah, I think you. I think you naturally get a better feel for the team as you get on. But again, we played a played a bunch of good teams there going down the stretch. So it was trying to figure out ways how you're going to block those two defensive ends and you know Alabama's front. So yeah, I did. I was pretty much the same way.
0: Like even when you were playing like Tennessee, Chattanooga.
1: <laughs> well, you all you always worry about what can happen
0: for sure. Okay.
1: I think that's just that. That's that's I would say that's most O line coaches. I would say most of them are built that way.
0: All right. Here's another key question. This came from this came from may or may not come from my uh, man, Clay Karcher. Okay. He said, has, he said, it has to, tell to do you with
1: that hair gel.
0: It does not have to do with <laughs> hair gel. Okay. He said, who would win in a cage fight between the shark tank and the dog pound? <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know we
1: got dog pound I, guys Well, here now too. I got just because y'all have Festa, I gotta get, I gotta give them the edge. <laughs> so, so Festa, Festa, like he just feels like he'd be a great cage fighter. <laughs> he would be. He would be Festa, a great cage fighter. Yeah. So I got it. So Festa get Festa gives it would be it would be a it'd be a, uh, it'd be a good fight, but I think Festa gives them the edge. So I'd go with the, the Shark Tank.
0: You know what, speaking, I need to use this as an opportunity, too, because I get my eyes drilled out on this one, too. Speaking of Shark Tank, people think that I came up with the name Shark Tank. I didn't come up with it. You didn't come up with it. I tried to tell everybody. I didn't say, hey, I got a great idea. Let's call this damn thing Shark Tank. All right? (laughs) That was a Ross thing. That's what they wanted to call it, and it was was named before we even got there. So, yeah, yeah, I get my eyes drilled out on that. Like, what a dumbass name. I'm like, well, I didn't say anything. (sighs) Man, kiss my ass. Yeah. Um. So I, I really like to tell them. See, I can be I can say what I really want now. So we we me and you are going to get a podcast, and we're going to call it the Coroner's Report because we know where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. The Coroner's Report. All right. When you're when you were a head coach, okay, and you're a head coach, and you go on a home visit. All right. Since so this is home visit, and that's what we talk a little bit about recruiting here. And you go in, and you and you're you're in this home visit, and you're in there with the offensive line. You got your offensive line coach with you, okay. And you're and you're ready to sit down, and you're ready to. <laughs> you're smiling <laughs> over this is going, <laughs> All right. And you're and you're getting ready to, you know, put your recruiting hat on and mamas and daddy's. And you look down and you see that your offensive line coach's shoes are disintegrating <laughs> in the floor of of the prospect. What goes through your mind?
1: Uh, I. Uh, disbelief. I would say that's the the first thing is disbelief. Uh, second thing is you know, why don't we just like I'll, let's let's just stop and go get some shoes like for the next trip right? because literally the soles of his shoes were coming off in the in the home visit and he but he blamed the he blamed the storage facility that he kept <laughs> that he kept his shoes in and I was say yeah so I, I, I bad bad deal a bad deal.
0: About I, I, my man, I, that's I cry every time you, you. You were like, you know, I literally looked over there and it was like black stuff in the, <laughs> in the carpet, <laughs> and it was like a trail <laughs> behind him. And a man's shoes disintegrated because they, I guess, he had kept them in a storage facility, and it was the first time um, he'd worn them. Yeah, was that? Did you really not know?
1: Like, how long did it really take you to figure out what was going on? Man, oh, yeah, I. I don't know how long it did but I was like I guess he didn't have to recruit or whatever in the NFL I don't know he I, I don't <laughs> that's why he pulled those shoes out of the storage facility I, don't, I but it took it took a while I like I was like what is this stuff all over the floor then you realize it's one of your coach's shoes um, <laughs> that's probably not the best uh <laughs> not probably not the best thing
0: No, probably not the best thing so you don't believe in ghosts you do, do you believe in aliens uh uh-uh. You don't believe in anything. You're just like, we're just kicking like a chicken. <laughs> just,
1: I'm just old, no I'm, conspiracy I'm, old, old school with no conspiracy theories. Well,
0: what, what's the, I mean, how do you live life if you don't have no conspiracy theories to think about? Oh, I don't,
1: you bet Ashley. You got, you got. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, who leads, who leads the, uh, who leads the NCAA most Amazon packages? Ashley or Aaron? <sighs> I gotta go, Ashley. I gotta, you gotta go. go, Ashley. I heard a giggle. Uh, so that means Ashley's listening. <laughs> she's taking. She's taking the crown. Yeah. Yeah. Did, I wondered. We all asked her. Did she buy? Did she actually buy the binoculars that she bought me? Did she actually buy those from Amazon? Did she get those delivered? I don't
1: uh, she's thinking Probably. She's probably probably can't remember. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know, but I, I would say definitely Ashley by a pretty significant margin. I
0: love it. I love it. Well, brother, i enjoyed the hell out of it. Um I, I got uh, by the way, you you sneak attacked me when you announced that you were shutting it down. You sneak attacked me. Did I tell you
1: that? Uh no. I yeah, so I, I, well, I, 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 to- I really I really wanted to tell my players before it came out. That was that's the challenge in the days. Social media, you want to be able to let let your players know before, you know, it gets out. And so we were trying to we, try, we we did we were able to do that and that, that was important was that was, seriously that was important to me because you didn't want it out yeah. before your players knew
0: that's a bad deal yeah we've been through that before yeah like, I'm with you on that. I mean the uh, what well, I'll say I talked to you on that Friday before and you're like yeah a couple of days well I was thinking you know you're gonna come in and I thought I'd had like Tuesday Wednesday I'm in here taping the podcast yeah. and my phone my phone starts blowing up when I'm taping the podcast. And, I, and I'm like, and I got it on silent, but it just keeps lighting up, lighting up, lighting up. And I just glanced down at one. You know how you can read the message? And it was from our man, Brendan Chapman. And he goes, Is Coach Luke okay? And I went, I just like, I had to stop that. We were, I was taping right in the middle of taping with Cole. I said, We got to pause right here. And I looked and I said, He done did it. And you didn't wait long. You, you did. You said a couple days. I mean, shit, it was two, it was what, two days after that?
1: So it wasn't yeah, long. That's right. No, it was, uh, um, no, it's, t- seriously, it's a tough decision, man. It was um, – it's all I've done my entire life. And people at Georgia have been great to me since I've been here. Kirby, got kids the same age. Ashley loves Mary Beth. The whole deal. I mean, just won a national championship. It's all you've ever done, you know. But uh, just didn't want to have any regrets, you know. The boys are getting older. And the more you talk to people, are like, man, you don't get this time back. Like, this time is – you know, you, you don't get it back. And so I, I'm yeah. just – I'm looking forward to – you know, being a dad, uh, spending that quality time, taking them to school, you know, going to the baseball games, and just uh, you know, just being a dad. And I'm I'm excited about that, and uh, just all, already, uh, you could just see the relationship, you know, with with Cooper, and just be, just being there, taking him out to the golf course, being in the dugout, just all the, all those little things that you take for granted. It's um, you know, so far so good. You gonna coach baseball? Like. I'm gonna be the most aggressive third base coach. They're they're gonna have to throw me out a couple of times. So. Well, how how many times have you been before we get off? How many times have you been thrown out of a game? All right, I have not been thrown out of a game.
0: But so I go. <laughs> I'm look. All right, I'm, all right. So you and I, obviously, um, I learn from the best. I'm uh, I'm the second most passive aggressive person on this planet, behind behind Matt Luke. Okay. So I'm like, you know, so I actually I'll tell a story. I got really pissed twice yesterday. Okay. So we had our we had our first tournament. You'll like this. So the first time I was pissed is we were in the first inning, okay, and we had already scored two runs. We had bases loaded with no outs. Seven hole hitters hits one right at the shoot. Infield fly rule. Okay. He yells infield fly. I said, everybody go, because we're gonna have a big inning. I said, I said, go back, stay on the bag, do not move. Because you got 14-year-old kids. I said, stay on the bag, do not move. As soon as the ball, they don't catch it, ball hits the ground, so the wind's blowing like 800 miles an hour. Ball hits the ground, and every parent that we had started yelling, what are y'all doing? Run, run, and yelling at their kids to run. And I'm like, stop. But the parents are yelling run. And they take off running, and we get we get knocked out of the inning. Double play, we're out. Triple play, I guess, on an NFL flyer, we're out. We're out. So, I was mad about that, but that wasn't the best part. So, this is where I went full Matt Luke yesterday afternoon. Probably the maddest I've ever been at since I've been coaching is uh, we're winning seven to one in the semifinal game. Okay. <clears throat> seven to one. They got runners on second and third. Where y'all at? Y'all playing Oxford, two below? Where where, uh, we were in Horn Lake, Horn Lake Mississippi.
1: Okay.
0: Gotcha. okay? And, and I look, I, I'm, I'm, you know they're fourteen-year-old kids. All right, let them develop. Let them play. We're going to win. We're going to try to win. But let's let's learn how to play the game. Well, we played a team. I want to mention them. I don't want to get anybody mad on here. We played a team that had that coach. You know what I mean? That coach that's that's nobody likes. Okay, and he was arguing balls and strikes with the umpires the whole game. Like did he have did he have tight he had tights on under his shorts for sure probably uh for sure <laughs> for sure had like leggings um. Really tight shirt, you know. Wristbands, you know. All black. I'm with you. I know. I, I can picture. I'm good. You know, he thinks. I think if they win the game, that you know, when Snedeker retires from the Braves, that the Braves are going to call him and he's going to be the manager for the Braves. I think that's what he was trying to get out of. It. Got it. So I'm just sitting on my bucket, minding my own business. We're up seven to one, and I told the kids going out. I said, "Look, we're up seven to one. We had a big inning. I said we're going to trade outs for runs. Okay. So I said, let's get out of the inning." And so, you know, we were in, we were in like a, some new overtime rule because it was one-to-one. They had thrown their ace. We'd thrown our ace. It was one-to-one. And you start the inning with runners on second and third with no outs. Okay. okay. Well, we, we were the visiting team. We ended up scoring six runs. Okay. Okay. And then they come back and, and uh, started. I said, we're trading runs for outs. Let them score. Let's go. Let's get out of here. First pitch, ball hits, hit, hits between second and third, okay, and it hits, hits their runner. You're out, okay? Umpire was badly positioned, and I literally just went, you know, let the play finish. I said, time. I said, Blue, I know you're out of position. I said, can we appeal to home plate, please, and see if the home plate umpire saw it hit the runner? He asked. And while he's doing that, said coach, so I'm on the third base dugout, I walk out like halfway, said coach is to my left. And he starts trying to tell the officials that that's not the rule that if the ball hits the runner, he's not out. Because Jackie Robinson used to kick the ball away from when the ball was hit. He, t- he was trying to tell the officials that Jackie Robinson used to kick the ball away from people. That's how he was such a great base runner. And I went very passive, ag- I was super passive aggressive. And <laughs> I'm like, wow, you've been studying this rule since <laughs> 1942. Congratulations. I was, I was like, so we're playing soccer, not baseball. Okay, I got you, awesome. I said, that's not the rule. I said, don't do that. That's not the rule. I said, just let – I mean, did it hit the runner? Yes. I mean, I, did it hit the runner? Yes. And the home plate umpire says, Coach, I didn't see it. And, I, you know, I'm good. I'm, I'm great with them. I hate – because they got a job to do. They don't want to be out there. Right. I mean, they're trying to get their 50 bucks or whatever they're getting and go home. They they don't have any desire to be out there. He says, Coach, I didn't see it. I couldn't tell if it hit the runner or not. I said, fair enough. I turned around to walk back to the dugout and said, Coach – said something else and i didn't like it and so we had a we had a little conversation after that but yeah gotcha. that was the maddest i've been but i have not been thrown out to a- answer okay. your question all right i've can't i have not even come close because i'm very good i learned from the best you know i don't i'm just very passive aggressive there you the, go with the officials
1: are you gonna be thrown out no i'm I'm, I'm more of the dugout coach i'm more of making sure the the all back all deck batter is uh you know we got you know we're not we're not hitting each other in the dugout and Making sure the on deck batters on deck, you know, just that type of stuff.
0: Yeah, but what 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 happens when they get to like fourteen? Yeah, 15?
1: I'm 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 out of it at that point. You're
0: out yeah, you're, you're yeah. just hanging out with Coop yeah. and then you're out after yeah. that yeah. when he okay. gets a older. That's right. I can't believe you I think you'd be I think that's what we need to do. You need to come I'll let you coach third base. I'll go to first base and let you get thrown out of third base.
1: Yeah, I'll be a third base coach.
0: All right. Well, dude, I appreciate it. I I got – I wasn't even going to talk about it on the last – whenever it was, podcast ago or two – I wasn't – I knew it was coming. And I told Raquel, I said, I really don't want to say anything because he's going to go public and and, um, we'll let him do his thing and then I'll just do it next week. And she goes, oh, well, he's already released a statement. I said, huh? I said, that was fast. So we ended up taping a segment and I had to – you know, Raquel is like a magician when it comes to editing. Um, She takes out – I say okay – about eight million four hundred thousand times on here. And she takes out like 4 million of them. So whatever's left in there is pretty impressive. But I had to, I got started getting a little emotional, man. And so I had to cut it. I had to cut it off because I yeah. love you so much, man. You're one of my best friends on the whole planet. Um, and I'm happy for you that you're happy. And I'm happy that yeah. uh, what's going on with the family and you're going to be there. Cause I know what, how good it's been for me. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for you and your family, man. So. Yeah, congratulations! On Thank that. you. And, I'm um, I'm,
1: excited. I'm excited. I don't know what what the next chapter holds, but I'm I'm excited for it. Just just to be a dad and and you know spend that that quality time. Man, I'm 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 fired up about it. So. Well, there's there's this podcast that <laughs> takes
0: on Mondays during the season when we we have coaches on. We talk. So there may not be another associate in the future that we might we have to get on. So just yeah. saying, yeah, just saying when you like to pick when you like to pick lines and stuff, I mean that's kind of our thing i don't, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> it's legal now you can go bet your ass
1: off uh, yeah. oh got I, mean, I got hey, I I double your, I got double check on on all those <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: it, well, brother, I appreciate the hell out of your time, yeah, and uh, I know that uh. A lot of people will be listening since this is the uh, debut. Is this the first? When was the last time you 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 spoke in public?
1: <laughs> I don't, you know, the at Georgia, the Kirby doesn't let the assistants, you know, talk. So you know, it's been a while. So we, I, I think, I, like I did, I did, I people. did one or two, you know, those, uh, you know, kind of like the the Georgia shows and the stuff like that. But it, I hadn't, I hadn't done a whole bunch of them. So
0: you you kind of, the, you you kind of low keyed like when you didn't have to talk to the media, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you just got
0: to focus on, you know, doing your job. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah, didn't have to. They'd be like, hey, that's, that guy's fault. <laughs> that's that that right. guy's fault. Well, I appreciate the hell out of you, brother. Yeah. And then uh, we'll get you back on here soon. And Because we tape on Monday, so the golf course is closed on Monday. That's so right. we have no excuse. <laughs> I appreciate it, Tyler. Thanks for having me on, man. All right, brother. All right, take care. See you.